Today on the Good Word, we're talking about recycling clothes and recycling souls. Back in the Great Depression, there was little money available for luxury items in most families. Even daily necessities were hard to afford, with things like clothing or even fabric being too expensive for the average family. Farm wives began using the cotton sacks that flour and feed came in to make towels, pillows, even clothing in order to help make ends meet. Flower manufacturers took notice of this recycling and began to print their bags with colorful permanent patterns and their logos and sewing instructions in washable ink. Throughout the economic depression of the 1930s and into the cotton shortages of the 1940s, families relied on recycled cloth from sacks for a good portion of their household needs. This wasn't just a trend of the very poor or very thrifty. Flower sack dresses weren't a mark of shame or embarrassment. These dresses were a beautiful, useful part of life, made from something previously thought worthless. I love this idea of recycling an old, commonplace item into something both practical and beautiful, probably because I sometimes feel commonplace and useless too. Thankfully, the Lord is an expert at recycling old and weak things into new, strong ones. Paul had personal experience with this. Although he had changed a lot from his initial persecution of the saints, by his own admission, he was still far from perfect. We don't know what weakness he was speaking about specifically, but his experience and realization is universal. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, he said, There was given to me a thorn in the flesh. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice that it might depart from me. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. This may seem counterintuitive. Why would the Lord allow His trusted servant, who is giving His whole energy to do the Lord's will, to have a serious and difficult weakness? Or even, why would the Lord give Paul such a weakness? Doesn't He love Paul? Why does He allow me to have weaknesses and experience hard times? Doesn't He love me? We don't have all the answers, but there are a few things we know. The prophets and the scriptures assure us over and over again that the Lord does love us despite difficulties we go through or mistakes we make. We might not know all the reasons we have a particular weakness, but we do know we can be made strong through the grace of the Savior. The process isn't instantaneous for us, for Paul, or for any of the prophets or saints. As one historian noted, God's servants are not made mighty in a moment. The process of being made strong will be gradual and require our steadfast determination to follow the Savior and abide by His will, come what may. God's plan is too vast, too large for us to see fully or comprehend completely, but we have a part in it, one we are promised we can accomplish with the Lord's guidance. As Elder Neil A. Maxwell said, Yes, brothers and sisters, this is a gospel of grand expectations. But God's grace is sufficient for each of us. Discouragement is not the absence of adequacy, but the absence of courage. And our personal progress should be yet another way. We witness to the wonder of it all. True, there are no instant Christians, 
but there are constant Christians. The value of the flour sack cloth was in its reusability, not in its perfection. By the time it was empty, the sack had been filled with flour, tossed around, dirtied, and was probably still sporting the logo of the flour company. But in the hands of a craftswoman, its fundamental characteristics and origin contributed to it becoming something more than just a bag. The Lord has multiple purposes for us, too. The weaknesses He may allow us to have right now may seem contrary to what we feel we should do or be, but He sees more than we do. The Lord has a pattern in mind, and He promises us that if we put ourselves in His hands, He'll make us over into something beautiful and useful. And that's the good word. <laughs>